away in a manger. <clears throat> a manger. <laughs> you see, there, there's my farmyard. That's why I'm wearing my farmer shirt, right? <laughs> you know, a manger, a feed trough. <laughs> Jesus came to us as a baby, born in a barn. I know Jackie, remember me too. My, our dad used to always tell us, you born in a barn? When you didn't do something you, <laughs> you're supposed to. <laughs> you know, but yet Jesus was born in a barn. Not in a palace or a sterile hospital anywhere. And, and, you know, and I think this should remind us of the sacrifice that Jesus made by humbling himself to become one of us. To show us the way. Luke 2, 6 and 7 says, And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. And she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger, a feed trough, because there was no room for them in the inn. You see, God had this messy plan. <laughs> you know, a plan to save the world. And where... Do you think he was going to send his son? <laughs> so, where does the God of the universe send his son? Well, where does the King of kings and Lord of lords come to? <sighs> to a barn? <laughs> a stable? A manger of all places? Certainly not a place fit for a king, is it? No. <laughs> but then again... This wasn't any ordinary king, was it? Not at all. Yeah, and when I say it was messy, I, I, <laughs> I mean it was messy. I mean, it was a barn. Yeah, it was a stable. So, you, you know, you got animals, and you got animal stuff and mud. <laughs> all that, yeah. Pitiful place for people, much less the place for the king of kings to be born. Hmm. Well, why would God do such a thing? Why? Well, you know, I, I can't tell you for sure, but <laughs> because the prophet Isaiah tells us, you know, that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. But that same prophet centuries before that said this in Isaiah 53, 6, all we are like sheep. And we've gone astray, each of us to what we think our own, <laughs> I like the way, it each of us to our own way. Hmm. And that the Lord has laid all of our iniquities on him. Even though we tried to go our own way. You see, Jesus came to this messy place, didn't he? A barn, yeah, and that's messy. But... <laughs> He came to a messy world too, didn't he? He came to a messy world. Why? Well, because the shepherd was coming to take care of his sheep. And he was preparing a way for his sheep to go home. Well, you see, that's what a shepherd does. <laughs> he lives where the sheep are. He sleeps where the sheep are. He eats with the sheep. <laughs> and that eventually got Jesus in trouble, didn't it, when he did that? 
So why did Jesus eat with the sinners? Why? You know, because that's what a shepherd does. He takes care of the sheep. An angel appeared to the shepherds in the field and said, this will be a sign to you. It'll be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in cloth lying in a manger. Hmm. A sign. You ever wonder what that sign was? A sign for what? A sign for what? That, that maybe it was a sign that Jesus is accessible to everyone? To all of us? A sign that the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills could relate to a homeless person. Hmm. Because Jesus never had a home and he never had a place to lay his head, he said. Maybe it's a sign that God would have nothing, I mean nothing to do with the social status of mankind. A sign that, that he detests the splendor of humankind, what we think is awesome. Because it's not worthy of him. Hmm. But it was a sign for us that we should follow him. We should follow suit. In fact, the Apostle Paul would later write in Philippians 2, 5 through 7, We that should have the same attitude of Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped but made himself nothing, becoming a servant, being made in human likeness. He could step down. Why can't we? Why can't we? You see, <laughs> being a servant is messy, isn't it? And, and Jesus set this incredible example for us by coming to this messy world. I mean, he got down on his knees and washed feet. He did that. <laughs> the God of the universe got down on his knees. The best of everything got down on his knees for you and for me. <laughs> Friends, <laughs> he's the God who came to this world and was laid in a manger. <laughs> a feed trough of all places. <laughs> Why such a messy place? Why? Well, because he was following a messy plan. He was following a messy plan. So needless to say, needless to say, <laughs> that very first Christmas, it was dirty. And it was grimy. And it was filthy. <laughs> because thank God that it was. Because what a, if it wasn't, what a mess we would be in today. Thank God he came to live in that mess for us. You know, uh, tonight we, we came to light the Christ candle. One candle is a candle to remind us that Jesus is our light. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords who has come 
to offer salvation to all mankind. Oh, in just a minute, I'll get you. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The candle that Jordan lit just a little bit ago stands as a light for all to see. Jesus is the light of the world, right? This light is not hidden under a basket. It's not put in a closet or anything. This light is placed for all to see. That's what we're here for. Well, <laughs> Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. Lift him up, folks. You see, this candle is to remind us of Jesus. He is the reason for the season, and he is the reason that we're here this evening. It is. And Jesus says, in this world, we walk in darkness. We walk in the false lights of worldly wisdom. We think the world knows something, but they haven't got a clue. And, and the worldly affection that comes out of it. Jesus is the light of life because he is life. And he is life-giving. He's the fountain of light and life. And in him we have the light of life. In him we are not only <laughs> we're not only true life is what we have, but we see it. We have it and we see it. Jesus declared in John 8, 12 that Jordan wrote, read a little bit ago, I am the light of the world and he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Isn't that a great thought, really, when you stop and think about it? Isn't that a great thought? Jesus professed to being the genuine light of life by whom and in whom men can distinguish truth and error. Only through him, real truth. He's the source and he's the essence of spiritual clarity and our understanding. During this time that we celebrate this physical birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, let's be mindful of how brighter this world is because he was born. Isaiah 9.2 says, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. And those who live in, dark, in a dark land, the light will shine on them. Friends, there's a lot of darkness in the world today, isn't there? There's a lot of darkness. You know, can you see it? Can you feel it inside you, you know? Yet, in the midst of it, there shines a great light. If we just look. It's the light of Christ Jesus. He has come to overcome the darkness in this world of our lives and be this life-saving light for all of us. But that's not all. That's not all. He didn't just come to save us. He asked us to share his light as well. And that's part of what we're doing here, to get focused on that. He says, in Matthew 5, 14 to 16, it says, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but in the lampstand where it gives light to whoever is in the house. Let your light so shine before men in such a way 
Let your light shine so before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify her Father who is in heaven. Friends, let us share the light of Christ with one another and give glory to our Savior and King. As, as I light this candle here from the Christ candle and then I will light the ones that Scott has and then Scott and uh, Cindy will go around and, and we'll share this light. <laughs> Oops, maybe not. There. There we go, okay. You see, as we see this, Light has great power. It does. Light has a great power. You know, light from a headlight in a car can allow you to drive through some of the darkest and most stormy nights. You know, light can scare off a would-be attacker. Light can do lots of things. Because light is such a great power, Jesus used this image to explain the power that he brings to us right here, right now. <clears throat> Darkness represents the unknown. The unknown and the chaos that's in our lives. And the greatest darkness of all is the darkness of sin. That's it. It's darkness of sin. You can turn those lights down. Yeah. I meant to have you do that. Good. <laughs> the darkness around us can also be kind of overwhelming at times, can't it? We can get to a point sometimes where we just can't figure out why. But the good news is, is that we can constantly and continually, we can seek and come to the help for the help of Jesus Christ to find the light in this darkness, his light will always shine for us. A light in the darkness, a hope amidst any despair that you might be having, and forgiveness in spite of any sin. What about you? What about you? You know, has Jesus brightened your life at all? Has he? Okay. Have you encountered Jesus in a personal way? Is there this light in your life that keeps you from stumbling in sin and darkness in this world you know if not i hope for the true light that shines will come into you and that you'll seek it may christ shine through this christmas through all through what's going on today tomorrow and through this week in such a way that you too might receive and follow the light of life. For, as John 1, 9 says, the true light which gives light to every man. Every man. Doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. It gives you light. Without the light of Jesus, we'd be in the dark without knowing what God's purpose is for our life. Christ was born here, <laughs> below on this earth, so that we might be born from above. 
You know, friends, and one day, one day, maybe soon, who knows, <laughs> Christ is going to pull back the curtain of time and space. <laughs> and, and then this light of his presence and the glow of his glory and the brilliance of his splendor will radiate amazingly radiate forth as he breaks the fabric of the eastern sky to reveal his eternal victory and claim his reward, his church. Amen. <laughs> then we too are going to shine. Shine forth of the beauty of his holiness. I hope this coming transformation and I hope this coming year brings you the truth the true church and that will include you to be called with him to shine that light shine that light wherever you go I want to say a prayer real quick Father may your light always be there may we look to your light even in the darkness Lord guide us to follow that light and not the ways of this world, Lord. They are way below where you are. Help us, Father, to see you in all things. And may we celebrate the light that you brought to us, the blessing of this Christmas time. Bless the day tomorrow, Father, in all that we do. In Jesus' precious name, amen.